Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. What's up, y'all? It's the fourth quarter. It's a new month. And what better way to start it than to come and join us at EYL University? Yes, the fourth quarter is where star players make a name for themselves. So come and join the number one roster. EYL University is the biggest platform for business in the universe. We have over 70 past classes weekly classes we have a private investment group on facebook which gives you access to our movie club our book club we also have bi-weekly real estate calls with mg the mortgage guy and monthly financial advising calls with none other than yours truly (laughs) so head over to eyluniversity.com right now and enter promo code eyl for 40% off of our annual membership. That's right. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over. We'll see you on the other side. What's up? What's up? What's up? Happy Monday to all. Greetings and salutations. Blessings to everybody who was here with us. Blessings to everybody who rocked out all weekend with us. Shout out to Shadi's class on Saturday. That was incredible. I sat yeah. there with him. I was taking notes myself, man. Shout out to everybody that was in that breaking bread yesterday, that four-hour marathon of knowledge. That's what's up. Ernest, y'all ain't playing. Y'all, y'all ain't come to play at all. That's what's up, man. It was two and a, I did uh, two and a two half joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a solid, man. We was... A lot, was, of, lot of information. Just killing this weekend, man. Shout out to MG the Mortgage Guy. He did a four-hour four hour break bread session on Sunday. That was amazing. Yeah, when he texted, he just finished. I said, bro, it's 6 o'clock. <laughs> it's 6 o'clock, bro. What's the deal? Oh, man. YouTube is crazy, man. Man, you're looking sharp in them glasses, man. Appreciate that. Oh, I, 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 I ain't get the memo. Thank I ain't you. get the memo. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> looking good. I appreciate it, brother. What's going on with you? Good, man. Happy Monday to you. Looking fly. I see you. Yeah, you know we had to, we had to, we had to come, come prepared, man. It's a big, big day, so you know we had to. Yeah, step it up. Paid in full, man. We got the I album. 
you know, they, we were yeah. the 80s babies, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to shout out to to the legendary, first and foremost, Raekwon and Ghostface on the classic only built for Cuban links. Five mics. And of course the God MC, Rakim, Eric B. Paid in full, changed the game a whole lot. Both of those albums changed the game yeah, a whole lot. If you don't lot. have those albums in your cassette tape, or you don't have the CD, or if you ain't streaming that, go stream that, please. <laughs> That's a history lesson right there. <laughs> Paid in full is a history lesson. That's a fact. I wish I could show y'all the back of the album. Maybe I will before the night's over, but the back of the album was just as good as the front cover. Classic. When, when they got the three, the 380 Benz. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Well, we're going to get all eyes on me up there. Come on. Oh, we, we got, we got that, we got that, we got that, we got that coming. Listen, West Coast week is coming. West Coast week is coming. I, I, listen, Tupac got got a top ten East Coast album in, in Me Against the World. That I, uh. let's have a conversation. <laughs> let's have a conversation. We'll have it offline. I, I'm gonna have all I. I'm gonna put all eyes on me. Number one, Machiavelli. Number two, Machiavelli. That Machiavelli album was tough. In the pot it, catalog, I think Me Against the World was his purest. He was at his best before the drama. Still, when the East Coast and stuff wasn't brewing, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have this conversation off. <laughs> all, all eyes on me is definitely his his most popular body of work. But as a, a true Pac fan, I think me against the world was probably like this. Yeah, listen, I got something special for the West Coast. Trust me. Shout out to uh, you know it's so crazy that we getting requests now. Like yo, I, when y'all gonna put this album up? <laughs> so we, we I, I put in on order. We got some we got some stuff coming. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, man. But how, how you been, though, bro? I'm good, man. I uh, was excited to work on this outline all weekend. Been still homeschooling Xander, so, you know, dealing with that. And so kudos to all my teachers. Y'all need a, a pay raise by three guys. <laughs> yo, you are, sure. you are dedicated. I see you, Matt. We, we had a phone call, and I was like, yo, this guy's still teaching? <laughs> yeah. yeah, homeschool. Shout out to you, home, man. Homeschool is no a, joke. It's a serious situation. Yeah, shout out to all the teachers out there. I know it's rough. But you're going to get through this. I believe in you. I believe in us. I am you. I don't want, a, yeah, I don't want to exclude myself. I am you. That's a fact, man. So let's let's jump right into it. Um, I guess the first thing that we can do is talk about uh, the disclaimer. Let's do that. So let's do that right away. Let's do that right away. All right, disclaimer. Y'all know how this works. Ernest, y'all know how this works. YouTube, if you're new, you may not. But here's how this works. First things first, do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon, whether for purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Do your homework, do your research, please. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um... First and foremost, welcome to everybody. Almost 2,000 people on YouTube. This is going to be a big one in, in five minutes. So please, please hit the like button. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got a lot planned for you guys. Um, we got a big week at Earn Your Leisure. Shout out to Jason Jeter. Uh, Ooh, the brains pleasure. behind. Yeah, it's a fact. The brains behind <laughs> T.I. and B.O.B. And, and another surprise. Iggy Azalea. And another surprise and, that you'll hear on the episode. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> Grant Hustle. Grant Hustle, CEO. So that episode comes out tomorrow. And then shout out to Kwame Anku, who is um, an EYL alumni. He's teaching a class for us at EYL yeah. University on Wednesday. And that is on how to find business financing. Yeah, one, um, of, one of our, my favorite guests, man. I, and I wish we had recorded the conversation that we had after that episode. It was like a three-hour conversation. 
just a brilliant, brilliant mind, man. Make sure you tune into that and bring your notepads. Please bring your notepads. Yeah, special, special dude, man. Special so cloth. We got that. And then, um, yeah, shout out to I did my class, my first ever financial planning class, two and a half hours. And Matt did a real estate class for four hours. So Yo, EYL University, man. If you're not in EYL University, you're missing out, man. You definitely are missing out. So I'm going to put the link to if anybody wants to join in YouTube. We run the 50% off code to the end right. of um, September. And um, Sunday yeah. we back. I'm back. Sunday, I'm back. Book, yeah, we closing book. out our, our, our book on book Sunday. And, book and movie. Club. And we might we might have a surprise. I ain't tell you about this. We'll talk about it after. But we might have a surprise Sunday. So make sure all y'all earners, uh, y'all tune in. All right. So Ian, let's get to it. First and foremost, tell the people about Red Panda, and um, let's jump into it. Uh, Red Panda is my movement. I've tried to make investing as easy as possible. So um, whenever you let me share, um, I got you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, you guys have probably have heard a lot. The stock club is the main thing that we have. So if you want an easy way to learn how to invest into the market with no theory and get some decent returns, our sanctuary is a place, um, for you. So if we can get to 10,000 views live tonight, I will give out 25 scholarships. So, um, I hope you guys enjoy tonight. Let me know if you guys can see my screen and then I'll get going. Yeah. We we, can now see your screen. Yep. All right. Perfect. So I want to cover three things. Um, I was having a conversation with Bam a couple weeks ago Shout on to FaceTime. Bam. <laughs> and he was like, man, I can't lie. I used to make fun of you when you would call out the numbers. And I'm like, dang, that's how you're going to do me? But Yo, E, I'm going to keep it real. You got to see him do the impersonation of it. It's classic. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, why you do me like that? <laughs> Come on, my guy. So what we're going to do is walk you through the fundamentals that matter the most to know how the market will reverse because it seems like everyone that was excited about the market four weeks ago is now crying because the market is sliding down and given the pressure and um, the things that are happening with COVID in Europe, we may be here for a couple more weeks. And then I want to walk you through once again, what the best strategy is for long-term investing. So uh, Rashad, Troy, the whole EYL fam, bam, even though you make fun of me, I love y'all. <laughs> uh, let's get to it. Nah, and I want to tell people, y'all should definitely pay attention to this because Bam, I mean, I I was I knew Ian knew what he talked about, but uh, I I was a, I was a little a little like a little tiny bit skeptical. A lot of a lot of. Let's keep it because Ian would throw out these numbers like uh it's gonna hit eighty seven dollars so and thirty seven cents. So I'm like, how's he? And, and then I remember Kodak. He said Kodak was gonna hit like I forgot what the but it was like two cents short of the exact. He's like $12.22. And then it hit $12.21. And then it bounced back. And I'm like, I hit him offline. I'm like, yo, bro, how you, how you do that? <laughs> so, so, so that made me a believer right That's there. That's a man. fact, man. And then, when you gave the free class, I said, I got to watch this. And then I watched it. And I'm like, yo, this dude's yeah. really a genius, man. Yeah, so, so, so make sure you pay attention to this, to this education. I appreciate that, honestly, because even on episode 70, it was like halfway through. I'm like, man, my man ain't vibing with me. To <laughs> and then we got to that max line, and it was like, okay, great. Since inception, we definitely agree. Um, for those of you in Red Panda, the replay for how to read a chart is in our site. For everyone watching Market Mondays, I don't want to take up two hours, so because it was two hours on Saturday. But next week, we'll come back. We'll review 16 companies. But I want to go over fundamentals. I want you to write this down. Fundamentals are nothing more than key performance indicators. Please write that down. Because I think that there's like a skepticism around what fundamentals are. And all the charts do is tell you what has happened in the business fundamentally, whether it should go up or down, based on what's happened in the business. So really quick, 
the easiest and fastest way to know which companies to invest in. You can join the stock club. Uh, Rashad or Troy can put the link in YouTube and Zoom and you guys can join. And hopefully uh, 15 more, you'll get the scholarship tonight, but we've already picked the 10 winners for tonight. So welcome to the family in advance. September 28th, we will be dropping the Affordable Futures course one day only. You're going to have 24 hours to get in. After that, it is gone forever. Song cry. So let's keep it simple. <laughs> let's get back to the basics. Now that SoftBank has exploded and their options trade and all the Robinhood traders have gone away, let's get back to the basics of what we talked about in episode 70. For my financial advisors, I know technically you should not have any position take up more than 8% of your asset allocation. I get it. The simplest formula to use, write this down, two index funds and two technology companies. I think some of you got so excited for the first time to be able to see that you're able to get 100%, 50%, 40% that you strayed away too far from the fundamentals of investing. I'm going to be very honest with you. Most companies are not producing any profit. So the indexes themselves are a hedge. The technology stocks are the ones that are still moving forward. So you don't need 26. I've seen some portfolios where you guys have 100 stocks in them. I'm like, you've made your own fund. It's not that complicated. Minimize the number of stocks that you have in. So how I came up with what I call the Holy Trinity plus one disciple method. I, too, used to have a whole bunch of stocks in my portfolio. And guess what would happen? I will have maybe five or six that were doing incredibly well and 12 that are doing okay or bad, and they're dragging all of my gains down. And guess what? When you go do your fundamental analysis on these companies, it's really hard to do insight and research on 30 companies. So whether you agree with my method or not, I think we all can agree. You can't do deep data. You can't do a deep data dive on 35 companies. You can't. It's impossible. It's hard for people that are in the industry to be able to do that. So type in chat, I will keep my positions to a manageable size. If you have dead weight, you have to cut it. That's a lot. That's a lot to type. Everybody didn't pass English. So they might get tripped up on the no, word. Now it's copy and paste time. I see you. Okay. Yeah, copy and paste. <laughs> and, and, and just cheat off your neighbor's homework. Yo, man, this is, this, this is the only school you can cheat in, right? We, 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 we try to win together. I see you. We're, we're helping together, right? Exactly. Remember, five-year hold for a minimum. We're talking a lot about generational wealth. Generations are 20 to 30 years. Every day, it's like, man, I can't hold for five years. But I'm like, you're under Derek Grace's post screaming about you want generational <laughs> wealth. Post-Trump pack going soon. <laughs> right? Shout out, to, shout out to the king. Shout out to DG. Five years is a short period of time for investing. And then remember, 30 years is the term that we want to hold for the longest. You want to be able to pass some of these assets on to your kids, grandkids, because how much better would our lives would have been when we all turned 30 if we would have picked up 1,000 or 2,000 shares from friends, family, and relatives, right? So everyone's wondering, okay, after the stock split, even with Apple, what historically has happened? Now let's go through the fundamentals and charts to see what has happened, and then we're going to do a deep dive 
And I'm going to give you my formula for fundamentals as well. So this isn't like an apple rat again this week, but I want to show you. Look at this. Look at this. 1985. Look at this top. So for all my traders, look at these tops that we have. This two to one split and look at this drop. Okay, great. And shout out to the class of 2000 again. Yeah, yeah. We hit, we hit a high <laughs> and we slid down more than a 50% drop. 2005. What was what was playing then? It's going down, young jock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Live your life, T.I. Great. Another, look at how much Apple drops in 2005. Now, for my veterans who have been around for a long time, when Apple had this great run up, we went to 650 and hit 600 plus. Look how far Apple fell after the split. Now, for those of you who have been around, you remember the day CNBC when they were like, hey, they lost it. They don't have any more innovation, no more products. It's the same song and dance that happens. And guess what happened at the same stock split? Hit these highs and look how far we fell again. This historically happens during stock splits. This is why we always tell you, go do your own research. You don't have to believe in what we say. This uh, site is called macrotrends.net. Go check out the chart for yourself, but you'll be able to see every time Apple has a split, how far we fall. What I want you to do is take the calculation and from a percentage basis, see how far they fall. That will tell you where you should get in. Hypothetically, if Apple keeps the same performance, Within four or five years, Apple should be back in the 400s. So that, that's just a heads up. Now, let's go here. 87, it dropped from 78 to 37.25. 2000, from 51 to 1856. In 2020, we dropped from 499 to 106. It's going to touch that top again. 400 is an easy target to make. I know past investing does not always lead to guaranteed results. But it does tell you what the probabilities are and what can happen. This also has happened with other companies that have had stock splits. So if you look at the charts, at the technicals, you can understand what the highs will be. And also you can understand where not to buy because I see a lot of you guys are buying way, way, way too high. Now, even if you don't agree with my philosophy, apparently Colin Cowherd and the great people over FS1 agrees that Apple is Michael and Microsoft is LeBron. So those are two to put in. So if you don't believe me, you believe them. And shout out to the good people over there. No shade. But thank you. <laughs> right? Europe um, is, is very concerned about having to shut down again. So I want to remind you of five stocks that had the smallest drawdown during a the crash. These stocks went down less than 12%. Please write these down. Costco, because I know y'all taught me screaming about Apple. Walmart, Eli Lilly, they are a dominator in their space. Clorox, of course, because you need cleaning products and they were well positioned and, and capitalized on the opportunity that is there. So we also have to remember in every crisis, there is immense opportunity. And then Hormel, who also pays a small dividend. So Costco, Walmart, Clorox and Hormel are five companies that barely drop 12%. So while everything else like car line, cars and cruise lines were falling 50 to 60%, these barely moved in the market to the downside. 
three biotech stocks. So we covered biotech last week and some of you hit me was like, hey, I need some more ideas and value on what to invest in. So you can look at XBI, which is the ETF. You know how much we love our ETFs and indexes, right? Another one you can write down is RGEN. The ticker is R-G-E-N. And the third biotech you can play and look at for the long term will be Amgen. So is Nicola the new Enron? <laughs> I'm not here to beat up on Trevor because he has a world of issues that he has to face right now. And I'm sure he's terrified. But I'm going to break down part of the reason why we should have known that this company was no good. We talked about it last week. They had absolutely no revenue. No revenue. $36,000. So that was from solar panels and tax rebates. Okay, so let's, that's the financial part. The second part is product. Okay, did the product actually work? Okay, the product wasn't even created. Bloomberg touched on it initially, but it came up a lot more in the reports last week that the truck that they had in that commercial wasn't even running. They had to roll it up a hill and then slide it down and grab it. So they were capping just like everybody else on Instagram. That's <laughs> a fact. See, CNBC reported it as well. Yes. And then also, if you look at his past performances with companies, it's been a little bit checkered. Like I said, I'm not here to beat up on him. I wish trouble and jail on no one. But if you look at most times when brands are trying to be copycats, they usually do not surpass who they are comparing themselves to. So once again, Nicola, dead. I know they put out the release statement that that's just the beginning, but if you don't have a team, a facility to build these hydrogen fuel cells out of, no product, no profit, the stock will not go up. For those of you that are in it, be very careful. Please be very careful. So I want to finally break down how to evaluate a company because I know you guys just think I pick random numbers out of the air, even though I got like a little crystal ball God gave me (laughs) one day. But when I'm looking at macro trends or macro fundamentals, this is what I am looking at. So I'm going to leave this up so you guys can screenshot it and write it down, but I'm going to list all of them at one time and kind of walk you through. But the fundamentals that matter the most to me are this. So number one, the founder. Number two is very important. The character of the founder and the founding team. The one thing you can say about Elon is even if you think his vision is too big and if you think he is too stretched with too many products, you can't question his character. You cannot question the team that he has around him. Same with Apple, same with Microsoft, same with Carvana, who I'll break down later. But if you have, and you can look this up, like dig through LinkedIn, dig through what they've done before and other organizations, because all a company is, is the sum parts of the people that are in it. That's it. Third, the vision of the company. It's very key. Number four is very important to me. What's the one thing that you can do that no one on earth can? I think if we're comparing Tesla versus Nikola, Elon has a considerable advantage because of his past 25 years worth of experience, right? So same thing with EYL. A lot of y'all are trying to copy, but y'all don't have the secret <laughs> recipe that they have. Shame on them. Stay in your lane. Noted. <laughs> it's all noted, Ian. Don't worry about it. It's all noted. So, And same thing if you look at PayPal, Square, 
Walmart, Costco, NVIDIA, AMD, they have considerable competitive advantages that they can do that no one else can touch. So I'll give you an example of, of what a unbreakable competitive advantage looks like. And for my business owners, you need at least 20 pillars in your business to make sure that you have this. Now, of course, Trap has talked about this a lot. It's been popularized by Buffett. You need a strong defensive moat. So whether it's politicians, lobbying, high capital costs to get into that business, you need a moat to stop everyone and their mom from wanting to get into the business that you're in and copying and infiltrating. Depth of dollar. So how much revenue, how much net profit, and how much growth do you have? So if you guys have that down and screenshot it already, these are the 10 that matter the most to me. Okay, so let's do a case study. And I'm going to dance through these real quick. So let me explain to you why Apple has one of the greatest competitive advantages in history. This is all under one company. So they have the most valuable brand of all time, the most popular phone of all time, the number one tablet. So multiple device owners have less than a 40% chance of ever leaving the platform. They have $200 billion of cash on hand. That is a strong defensive moat. So let's say if they get into deep competition with someone, they could acquire them. I wish they would have bought a Tesla two or three years ago, right? But they didn't. iTunes, $8.5 billion in the second quarter of 2017. Incredible brand loyalty. They have an incredible product lineup. So entrepreneurs, the product lineup or vertical integration that you have has to be strong. So they have iPad, iPhone, Apple Watch, AirPod, Apple Music, Apple Pay. Apple TV, iCloud, all of these businesses on their own are billion-dollar companies. If you broke off Apple Music, they would be a Fortune 1000 company on its own. The App Store is a cash cow. AirPod and Apple Watch are the leaders in that category. Then when you factor in iMessage, FaceTime, iCloud, you could not destroy this business if you wanted to. It's a conversation that we had about wealth versus riches. Riches can be taken. You have to actively try to destroy wealth. When I look at Nebula or some of these other electronic companies, they don't have any competitive advantage that other than I want to be like Elon. Those fundamentals matter because those are the KPIs that are going to drive sales. Zoom, let's take into consideration. Once again, I want you to Google how many companies are paying them more than 100 grand per month to use their platform. That gives them a strong edge. Gives them a very, very strong edge. So let's break down Carvana, which will be our company of the week. We talked about it here, I don't know, what, nine weeks ago, 10 weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Carvana is basically, you can order a, let's say if you want a black mat Benz out of a vending machine, you can buy it from there and have it delivered to you in less than a day. I don't know about you. I don't like going to a dealership and have to deal with salespeople and that process I think is very broken. But look at the numbers. Their mission or vision is to change the way people buy cars. Now, let's look and see if they've delivered on what they've set out to do. They've done a pretty damn good job. So 97% of the people are looking online first. No one's looking in the newspaper. No one's going to a showroom first, right? 75% will consider purchasing online. This company is not even five years old. But look at this. Great. Super convenient. 4.8 star rating, 4,200 reviews. This is a sign of a dominant company. Could get acquired. 
So that's why I told you guys when it was time to pick a car company in March and April that I liked, Tesla and Carvana were the only two that I was a fan of for this reason. Now, if we go and look at the actual numbers of the company, 50,000 cars has been sold this way. So that's an 82% year-over-year increase. Okay, how much have they made? Going back to the fundamental thing of how much revenue. $1.104 billion. Okay, so that kills Nikola, of course, but it kills a lot of the legacy brands because they're not making that much year over year. How much has been netted? $142 million, which is an increase of 154% year over year. And then they had the fastest organic growth of any auto retailer in history, which is 83,441 units. Great. When you look at the fundamentals, you can see that the chart has been up, 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 up. And with the exception of March, they recovered nicely. I think since the time we've mentioned it on Market Mondays, the stock is still up like 150%. So for those of you who took action, absolutely great job. So the next five threats that could cause a crash because we're not out of the clear are these. we got to talk about this. Corporate debt. Corporate debt is going up, and we haven't even begun to see the cracks in the commercial real estate yet. We have the student loan crisis. My God, when that bubble pops, <laughs> I think that if that pops while commercial is under, it would be worse than the Great Depression. I want you guys to Google on your own how big the student loan crisis is. And with people not working, if in this, after these three years, when interest rates finally go back up, we could see one of the greatest economic disasters we've ever seen if they pop at the same time. Um, I think I skipped over one. Three is unemployment. I know it's great to, for the stimulus of the economy, but zero interest rates for this long period of time actually is going to hurt us. And then for those of you in California, and I hope it doesn't spread to New York, but I've heard it's gotten pretty, pretty bad. This homelessness epidemic is going to sweep the country. So if you have these all tied in together, these are going to be the catalyst for the next crash. And if I'm looking according to data, the next crash that we have in sight will be 2027, which is not that far away given that it's going to take probably three years from us to recover from what happened during COVID. Um, so the reason I say interest isn't good because in 1932, we went to zero interest. And then in 1937, we went back into recession. So history tends to repeat itself. Of course, online, we've seen all these posts about the types of recoveries. So I want to show you. You have an L-shaped recovery, which we have the greatest probability that we're going to be in, which could be several years. Depending on who wins the election, what policies are in place, that will dictate how long this recovery takes place. You have a U-shape, which is usually one to two years. The famous W, where we go down and we bounce up and we come down. Great, that's two years. And then a V-shape recovery. There's no chance in hell that we're going to have a V-shape recovery. The country's doing too bad. There's not enough companies in the stock market that are doing well. And they're not telling the truth about the jobs numbers. So we're either going to be in a U-shaped recovery or an L-shaped recovery. <laughs> Here's the most important thing I want you to remember. Regardless of what kind of recovery we're in, do not let anyone trick you out of your spot about investing consistently because your goal is to get to at least 10,000 shares so you can get to freedom. Regardless of what everyone else's plan is, you have to stick to yours. 
Eliminate the noise and lock in. I'm begging you, please lock in and do not change anything. Um, and I know index funds are not the sexiest thing on earth. And from a legal standpoint, you can't do this, but I wish they were called guaranteed return funds. I was looking at a post this weekend and um, even venture capital firms are not producing 12% a year. But I think because we get so caught up in the hype and the news cycle and seeing everyone else's wins, we often think that. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 8 to 12% is not good. Rashad, you said this weeks ago. Like, we're the only community who thinks 8 to 12% is a bad return. That's when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a fact. And, and as a result, we'll chase a bigger gain, 100%, but 100% gain. And if you lose 90% of it, and then once you get into taxes, you would have been better off with that 12% anyway. So I want to give you context so you guys don't think that I'm just pulling numbers out of the air. Again, Dow Jones, on average, 10.9% return over 30 years. Russell 2000 which is smaller companies, 9.29%. The S&P 500 from 1957 to 2018 averages 7.9%. It's hard to turn that down. It's not the sexiest thing, but for those of you that are bleeding and you're under 25%, you're under 30%, and you're in losses right now, lean back to indexes. A safe 18 to 15% is better than being up 30 and then losing 25 so I want to finish this out real quick, and then we can go to questions. They swagger jacked you on this too, Ian, by the way. It happens, man. Listen, <laughs> we, we just have to be happy that we're vessels to give this information, right? A blessing to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. I've seen so much copying. I've just learned to enjoy it. 
they, they seen his album cover and then they jacked that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> this is a part of the process. I'm learning to just say namaste and keep creating, right? So in 1932, 1940, 2000, and of course 2008 are the only four election years the market has been down. Some of you have been asking, how is the market going to perform this election? If we're going to go with history, we should still end up. Great. What about the bond market? Okay, bonds give a smaller return. So in 2008, 5.2% return. 2012, 4.2. 2016, 2.7. So we're back to the same correlation of stocks and bonds. What to do in a market is as old as dirt. The hard part is people don't stick with a plan. That's the only thing we have to do. The market is going to go down. Yes, it's going to tank. But if you hold it and ride it out for the long term, you'll be a-okay. You'll be a-okay. So I'm going to answer a couple questions that you guys have been sending me via DM and threatening me if I don't answer. <laughs> so I, I want to give as much value as I can so we can all level up together. So write this down. How do we determine multiple entry points to buy? You can use a 200 moving average paired with a 50 moving average and a 20 period moving average. So 200, 50, and 20. The 200 will be the load, the boat area. The 50 will be the second area that you want to get in. And the 20 will where you want to have the least amount of shares going in. Okay. Given that women tend to make less, what's the template on how to invest from the ages of 20 to 30? You got a great advisor. I don't know where he got them shades from, but I want to. <laughs> I'll let him answer this later. Everything hey, top secret. Everything top hey, secret. Hey, listen, man. You got to put, put me on a privacy list and let me know. Carlene, send my tickets. Uh, <laughs> from 20 to 30 years old, I think you should invest 25%. I know some people are going to disagree. I'm going to say this. Because the median wealth for black families is so low, we have to invest more. I've been seeing the article that goes around that says that we have 17 to 20,000. That's a lie. That's a lie. From 30 to 50, I will bump it down to probably 18%. And then in your 50s, I will probably go 12 to 15% of your income. You have to invest more earlier so you can take advantage of compound interest. Because when you get 50, healthcare costs are going to go up. You're not going to have as much money. Um, you're going to have other people to take care of. So it's not feasible to start investing that late and put all of your money into the market. So, and tonight we will announce at the end of the show, the giveaway winners. Um, I appreciate you guys for rocking with us, being a part of this movement. And I hope this week you enjoy that breakdown uh, so we can all level up together and have the information that we need to make us the best investors. So thank you. Thank you all so much. My brother, yeah, my brother. Appreciate that, man. My and uh, I just wanted to say a few words before we get to the question and answer segment. First of all, we have a record of YouTube, um, 4,600 people, which is a record. Hey. Um, so Breaking shout- news alert. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Um, and if you could like the video, we greatly appreciate it. And, um, you know, last week, a lot of people had very disparaging, they made a lot of disparaging comments. And, um, you know, we really have to take things in, in perspective and really, we really have to be careful how we talk to each other as a community. Earn Your Leisure, we gave away free information for 22 months. Market Mondays, 24 episodes, 24 weeks of free information. The presentation that Ian just provided, he could have easily charged $1,000, $500, even more for that. That was top of the line. <laughs> <laughs> that was top. That was top of the line. 
edu- education right there that everybody just received for free. Um, I see people saying that, you know, the video might be a little blurry. It might be your device. It might be your Wi-Fi, but you can always rewatch it. It's on YouTube. But um, it's important not to take things for granted. And, um, you know, I just want to publicly say thank you because a year ago, nobody was providing this type of information mm-hmm. online. And that's just a fact, especially um, for people that look like us in a language that, that we can understand. So when you see Earn Your Leisure working with Ian, somebody who, who didn't have a large following, and uh, we embraced him, and he was a very humble person. And, um, you know, to see him, his, his, his genius um, is, is, is really a testament of a black company working with a black entrepreneur, and we all working together. So, you know, it's 4,600 people on YouTube. Um, I, I just, I, I find it curious why we don't have 4,600 likes right now. <laughs> no, nah, just being yeah, honest. Like, if you didn't like the video, it's free. Um, just type in the chat why you did not like the video. Yeah. Because this, this is something that we have to overcome as a community if we ever really want to move forward. So I just wanted to put that out there because, like I said, I mean, you know, we're always going to provide information, but we just have to be careful of how we speak to each other and the, the respect that we, we give each other. Because when you see people that's actually providing you information to help you, um, a, certain level, a certain level of uh, courtesy I think, I think should be extended to them. Yeah, and shout out to everybody that, you know, was in the comments and reminding people of, of exactly what you're talking about right now, being courteous. And if you didn't like the message, that's one thing, but the message is trying to get everybody to financial freedom and create generational wealth. And there's multiple ways to do that. So, like, that's what we're trying to provide. And, and kudos to everybody that w- was checking everybody on that, man. We all are the same community, man. We're trying to get ahead together. And, you know, th- the type of disparaging things that were said, there's no place for that. You know what I mean? Because everybody's just trying to help, um, like it or not. And I want to follow up with this, too. Once you have the information, I don't want this to turn to church. I want y'all to execute. I would be so honored. I want the numbers to stay good. I would be so honored if you guys were like, I stopped watching the show and just start buying every month or every week. And in five years, you saw us and stopped us on the street or stopped our families and said, man, you really changed our lives. We're up 100,000. Or we can we bought a house because of the information. The biggest issue that I'm seeing in our community, we are executing too slow. That's it. Love each other, share the information, but most importantly, please, I am begging you, execute. If you don't believe anything I said, just Google it. You'll find someone white that said the same thing on Bloomberg or CNBC. But please, I am begging us, go execute. Let's stop talking. Let's stop getting into it. Let's execute. I love you all so much. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, big fact. Shout out to all the earners in here. They, Shout these out to comments the earners, are uh, great. Somebody asked about the K recovery. Remember, we, we brought that up. They was like, yeah, yeah. K, they just making up letters now. That's when, <laughs> that's when the market goes up, but the economy is going in the opposite direction. I never heard of it before last week. So that's what K recovery is. Somebody asked in the comments. Yeah. So let's 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 get into um questions. Let's go over. I, I, I specifically wanted to save this to the end because some people might jump on late. Um, EYL University, you guys have the privilege of asking questions. Please, 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 please ask one question and for guideline. Please and please do <laughs> not. Worry, I got please do not ask about an individual investment. Ian just gave like seven. If you really listen to what he said, he gave like seven stocks and ETFs. Um, and I got a couple that I'm going to talk about later on. So please do do not ask individual questions. Um, the, the purpose of the show is to actually help you guys 
so you can go out in the world and um, fish for yourself. It's not to actually just provide uh, meals because that actually can hurt a person. If you if you feed somebody and they're not they're not properly prepared, eventually one day we're not always going to be here. We might not be here. Yeah. Ian might not be here. Wall Street Trapper might not be here. So you can't rely on on us. Um, and ultimately, we, we're going to move much more further ahead if everybody can can take our seat, yeah. can sit in Ian's seat, can sit in my seat, can sit in Troy's seat. So that's, what that's, I said, that's the whole man. purpose of the situation. I, I, th- I think somebody hit me in the DM about that analogy, right? You teach a man to fish. And I was like, yeah, we should teach him how to fish and teach him how to live off land because someday they may not be fish. So we're going to teach you how to live off land too. You know what I'm saying? And like I said a couple of weeks ago to somebody – like you are Ian in your neighborhood. Like mm-hmm. you, you are Rashad in your neighborhood. You are Troy in your neighborhood. So know that because if you're watching, now you got to go teach. That's your responsibility. That's why it's free because the gift is you going back and teaching somebody that you know. I will say this though. If someone teaches you how to fish, get your ass in that boat and cast that rod. I see a lot of you guys talking. Just execute. I'm telling you, we as a people have went through the most stuff. This is not that hard. The breakdown that I did on Apple, any ninth grader could have did that. Common sense. Just execute. I am begging you, begging you, begging you. Life changes when you take massive action. I promise you. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Shannon Shannon Brown. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing great. How are you? I'm good. Um, So my question is about, um, like, rolling over a... uh, a contract or something like that. Like I hear you guys and Mark say it a lot of times. I guess like if you're losing on a contract, somehow you roll it over or something like that. Roll over options. You talking about rolling over option contract? Right. What does that mean? Rolling over option contract. So you have dates. You have um, strike dates where let's say you have an Apple contract for two hundred dollars um, September twenty twenty two. Yeah. Right. So now it's like you can roll that over until January 2023. So now you get you get that position, January 2023 position. So you pretty much rolling over from the current position that you have into a future, a future position. So in a nutshell, that's what that's what rolling over means. The purpose why you would roll it over, obviously you're giving yourself more time mm-hmm. on the option. So, you know, if you if you if you've been following, you know, like long term options is usually a safer play than short term options. So you're giving yourself more time. And then um you could potentially uh get it at a lower price because it's it's further out. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that that could be an option. Whether you're up or you're down, you can actually roll it over. So so is it like you? But you're selling it. You're selling it, though. You're selling okay, it. That was, okay, that was yeah. exactly. You're selling it. You're selling, selling it, so. it first and then buying it back. Yeah. So like when when you sell it, also remember, and that's the thing we kind of spoke about a couple of weeks ago, is like when you sell, there are tax implications for when you sell. So keep that in mind as well. I do have a question for you, Encounter. What's the best long-term position that you're in? Not trade, but long-term investing. Like which stock or option? Well, which stock? Um. I have something for January 2022, and it might be ARC, or I think it might be like one of the ETFs. I'd have to check. What about your long-term portfolio? Are you in anything that you're going to hold for five to 10 years? Um, honestly, like before I was doing all quick trade stuff, like I just started getting into the market this year after Corona crashed everything. Okay. So everything I was doing was all short-term, but then in listening to you guys, I've started moving into like a long-term mentality. So I'm just now 
changing my portfolio over. So when it comes to things that I'm interested in long-term, I'm interested in Square, Carvana, um, Tesla, of course, (laughs) Um, Apple, of course, Um, and a few others. Plug, I'm considering. Um, There's a bunch of others. I have a long list. (laughs) Those first four you named, phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I just want to make sure that you had long-term in addition to the short-term you were doing. So um, plug I would be careful with. That's a better trade than long-term investment. Um, but if you look at the charts, I would say go back to 2000. Okay. And you, you'll see why. Yep. Okay. Appreciate and you, Shannon. Quick, you guys always say somebody's your guy, but I'm wondering where your girl's at. Yes, we have. Speaking of the, speaking of that, we have a, we have a big show planned next week. With yes, we have a big show planned next week. We um, I'm glad you said that because um, we cannot we cannot forget about our women. There are mm-hmm. a lot of there are a lot of women investors that are killing the game. Women are some of the, the brightest minds in um, investing and in business, and we are making an inserted effort to bring more women mm-hmm. on Market Mondays to talk yep. to more women and to have more women on. So we will. That is something that we um, have talked about, and we we are making a strong effort okay. to make that facilitate that for sure. Shannon, we got we got some 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 really some really big things planned with uh, some women that you might have seen on EYL before. So okay. stay tuned. Stay tuned right, today. Oh, also one more thing. Uh, last time I asked a question, um, no one had an answer for me, so it was homework for you guys. Did anybody follow up on the black-owned, um, what you call it, exchange? You definitely, I, you definitely just asked three questions right now. Say guidelines, Shannon. No matter how you say it, no matter. How- <laughs> I was clever though. Sweet, that's fine. <laughs> Jenna, we love you. Yeah, we don't. I, I don't. I personally don't have any information yet, though. But um, we. Well, I'll put it in the Facebook group. I'll put it. In, I'll put it. In, I, I will research that. I will. I will promise to research that, and I'll put whatever I find in the Facebook group. All right, love you guys. All right, thank love you, Shannon. Yo, y'all was not. They not playing over here. They said, "God, God, God, God." <laughs> Jerry Ingram. I've never seen this team before. Jerry Ingram, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Jerry, what up? You guys hear me? Yeah, we're yes. perfect. Oh, man. I just want to say thank you for all that you guys do. Um, yeah, I was on a live the other day with Ian, then I was on the live with Mike. So uh, I just feel like things are just happening in the right direction. But, um, gosh, my heart's beating really fast. But my question is, when we're talking about uh, averaging or dollar cost averaging into the position, because um, I got into, let's say, just company ABC, and then it dropped, um, like what percentage wise, well, not what percentage wise, after it hits the moving average, how much of my money that I have put on the side should I put in there, you know? Like, should I buy one shares, two shares? Cause I can't load the boat like everybody else. Cause like I'm only 21, so. Um, everyone's definition of load the boat is based on how much money they have. So what I would do is I would map out where you want to get in before, maybe a month before. So when I saw Amazon was probably going to come down, I mapped it out a month before it dropped to the price it got to today. Um, but the easiest thing to do if you have a quality company, man, I would just buy every month. If you're using technicals, I would map out those three moving averages. And at the lowest one, I will put most of the money there. The second one at the 50, the other one at the 20. And then you can buy from there and you'll be good. 
for everybody else, like if you're an apex, we would do perfect setup, then momentum um, there. But don't overthink it. Map out and buy at the same places over and over again. Don't system switch. And then you'll be able to add. Because like what ends up happening is, is people overthink this too much. And the year is going to end. And some people are only going to have 20 shares in their portfolio. When you could have had 150 if you would have just bought consistently every, every month. Yeah. And, and somebody asked, where do they find the indicators? Um, I, I tend to use Yahoo Finance uh, as for my charts just because it's visually it's appealing to me. Um, but if you look, when you go to the chart and you put, click full size, it'll have a little button, a little tab underneath that says indicators. Mm-hmm. If you hit there and you can you can hit volume bands, you can put moving day averages, you can put 20 and you can put 50 and it'll come up and it tells you what color you want to do it. So it makes it you know more appeasing for you to look at. Um, but that's how you do it. I use Yahoo. You can use that on, on anything if you're using bar chart or if you're using E-Trade. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I just like the way the, the format for Yahoo Finance does. Plus, it's, I mean, Yahoo, Yahoo is, is pretty easy to use. Yeah. So that's how you find the indicators, the 20-day moving average and the 50-day moving average. Let, let me just briefly acknowledge the Super Chat because we didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Monroe in the Super Chat. Yes, sir. Usual, appreciate it. MG the Mortgage Guy, Super Chat. Appreciate it. Um, Mir, Super Chat. Appreciate it. We had uh, Nate, Super Chat. What's good, bro? Um, B-Ward. Takara, appreciate it. Uh, Pretty Lily, appreciate it. And M. Matt Madison, appreciate it. You said anybody else? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I did. It was yeah, bar, bar yeah. chart is good. Tradingview.com is good. TD Ameritrade. All of them have all the indicators. Yeah, everybody has it, yeah. Isaac also, um, Ella, and... Um, Tagwa, it's one of those YouTube names, or like Tagwa UL7. Yo, Johnny got the names going today, boy. Yo, Macintosh. I love you, though. <laughs> What's going on, Macintosh? Hello. What's up? Can y'all hear me? We hear you we perfect. Hear you. Yes. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for everything I'll be doing Um, with EYL. The question that I have is for Ann. So, um... The red penthouse, this is like uh five thousand dollars. If I have seven thousand dollars after I bought the course, would that be enough to start investing or I need a little bit more? What's your last name? Desinor. Can you spell it for me? D E S I N O R. All right, great. Uh, save your money. I'm putting you in the club tonight. You get the scholarship. I love you. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. There it is. There you ask and you shall receive. <laughs> the good brother Ian strikes again. If we get to ten thousand, I'm gonna give away twenty five scholarships. You better go call your aunties and tell them to get on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say we didn't try and do it. Erica, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Oh, Erica, you know how this works. There's no fridge breaks. There's no fridge break. Oh, so what? I say fridge break. Come on. <laughs> Hold like, on. Hello, Erica. What's up? Yeah, I was just teasing. First of all, yo, I didn't even realize I was typing so hard. I didn't realize I raised my hand. So I'm just going to say I love y'all. Keep doing what you're doing. I really appreciate you all. I'm okay, I appreciate that. I'm, 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 I'm going to put Shadi on the spot. Where's she from? <laughs> um, where am I from? <laughs> he said, bro, where you from, Erica? I'm in Atlanta. Ooh, uh, I didn't get it. I didn't hear it for enough. I didn't hear it for enough. There was only a couple. Shout out to Atlanta. It's oh, Michigan and Atlanta. Okay. Oh, yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Shout out to Atlanta. Appreciate you, Erica. Thank you for locking in with us. All right. 
She was in that chat heavy. She was in that chat real heavy. Shout uh, out to let's see. Let's see. Christopher Wilson, we coming to you. What's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. How y'all doing, family? How y'all doing? Now, that's what I'm talking about. You ready to go. What's good, man? Yeah, man, I'm good. I want to just, you know, as everybody, bless y'all and thank y'all for, you know, everything that y'all do for the culture and for the people. You know, it's it's humbling and beautiful to see people that look like myself. So shout out to everybody for that one. Appreciate, Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate it. Um, my question is to, is to Ian. He was talking about earlier where he was like, you don't want to have a whole lot of stocks. You know, you don't want to have 27, 28 stocks. As somebody who's really into tech, would you think it's better to have more ETFs in tech or focus more on the single stocks? Because as you know, somebody that I, I'm constantly looking at tech personally, just throughout my day, you know, I read IGN, I read some of the tech blogs. Would you think it's better to invest in the ETFs there and then pick up single stocks for long-term holding elsewhere or hold single stocks in tech? Um, what kind of growth are you looking for or aggressive? Um, I mean, I'm I'm 36, so I'm I'm looking to hold something long term. Um, and, and as I continue to learn more about you know options trading, then I'll start investing more in in, in short term gains. But right now, it's more like long term. For me personally, for every single stock that I invest in, I try and weight it with the index because an index isn't going to fall 80 percent. Tesla could. Now, do I think it's still a good buy? If so, yes. But also, it depends on which companies you're buying. Because I hear a lot of people talking about, like Nikola next to Tesla was probably the most popular. We've been saying for months that company was terrible. So if you buy a few great companies, it just depends if they're best of breed, top 20, top 50, you'll be safe. But if they're the companies that everybody on like Facebook groups are talking about, or IG, I probably wouldn't. So I would do a mix of half and half. But in order to help you with your research, Google Portfolio Analyzer. You can put it in as many stocks as you want to and the ratio that you want to, and you can extrapolate based on past data how it will perform with it. So it'll give you drawdown, your Sotino index. It'll give you a whole bunch of data around how that portfolio will do so you can go see on your own, and it's not just you depending on me and my crystal ball that I would never sell. So, <laughs> I appreciate you. We could put the crystal ball on eBay. Actually, That's true. Chris, appreciate you. That's not a bad idea. Yo, Ian, I've been using that analogy. Like, so, like, I've been getting a lot of personal phone calls, like, that people I know, they're like, yo, what ETFs or stocks? And I, always, I keep using your analogy, man. It's, it's like the best thing. It's like, yo, you want LeBron James or you want the Western Conference All-Stars? Got to pick, yeah. Yeah. Which one? It's a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, LeBron's on the Western Conference All-Stars. Just, he might only give you 10 because it's an All-Star game. Yeah, you know I'm, talk, I'm gonna talk about the ETF a little later. Hopefully, we can get up to five thousand, and we can give some 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 free some more free jewelry away. Let's see. Uh, let's go, Veronica. We coming to you, Veronica. What's up? I'm not gonna say. Five, four, three. <laughs> she she called her auntie. <laughs> she called. She busy getting her auntie. There you oh have. my guys here, yeah. my guys. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, go, go ahead, go ahead. Veronica, what's up? Okay. Just beat the right buzzer. Time. I'm trying okay, to tell you, they was talking bad about you. Saved by the bell. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I, was, I wanted to ask a question to uh, Ian. Earlier, you had mentioned that um, we shouldn't have about 30 stocks in our portfolio. And um, 
How do we downgrade from that? <laughs> I guess. Um, I will map out first what do you want the return to be? So you have to decide if you want safety or if you are doing it to investors. And I'm not saying you do, but investors, we get into a tendency to buy a share just to tell other people, yo, I got 80%, man. I'm, I'm the greatest of all time. You have to depend on safety more than anything. So I would just look at the ones that have not been performing well and say, okay, I want to just invest in the companies that will give me and my family the highest probability of having money in the future. Even with Apple dropping as much as it has now, I'm not worried about Apple going out of business. I'm for damn sure not worried about Vanguard and their indexes going out of business. So I would just, minimum, I would chop down and say, if these were the only 10 I can pick, these are the 10 I'm going to stick with. And then I will continue to chop from there. And if you have eight, that's fine. Nine, that's fine. But I'm seeing so many people with 30 and 50. You might as at that point, you've built your own index fund. So, okay. Um, so basically, just take the losses. Well, we have to cut Tell the losers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have to cut all that weight. Thank you. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you. And that's something, that's, that's something I want to say, like, that's something that you should always look at your portfolio like a hedge fund manager. Like, when they're looking at their portfolio, and the easiest way how I do it is like, I'll say, okay, which, which ones are winning and which one is losing? You want to give attention. It's just like, it's just like the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, LeBron James gets treated differently than the 12th man on the team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to treat your superstars better. Everybody's not treated equally. So (laughs) your stars, the ones that's actually been performing and the ones that look like scalability is likely, um, you want to pile into them. And then the losers, you want to just trade. Yeah. Or put a a percentage in place, right? So like if if my percentage is, yo, if I get down 20, I'm, I'm leaving a position. Then, then stick to the script, man. If that's your percentage number, just stick to that. Don't don't let it go down 60% and like, oh my gosh, what should I do now? If you said 20 was your number, stick to the script. Come in, Go in with the plan. Shout out to YouTube, 4,800. Everybody get the like button. Thank you guys so much. Let's try to Thank push you. it to 5,000. 5, the like, that helps. That's why we say hit the like button because it actually helps in the algorithm and then more people see it. So, appreciate uh, it. We got a new name here. Melissa, Melissa, we coming to you. Unmute yourself. You have been unmuted. That was quick. Thank you. Oh, damn. I wasn't... I'm surprised. Can you hear me? We can hear you perfectly. Awesome. So thank you guys for doing this. I've been watching you guys for over a year now. And now I have um, started buying stocks. And, like, you know, I bought Apple, Tesla. But I recently transitioned, like, a Fidelity Go account that I had from a previous job. Has about, like, 10000 bucks. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly to do with that because I don't know if that's something I should use for figuring out how to like trade or if it's something I should be doing to um, maybe purchase like index funds. I'm not sure because it's kind of all new to me still. So I have that. And then obviously I have like a 401k and I'm buying like stocks while they're cheap when Tesla went down, when um, Apple went down. Microsoft, all those things, but I don't know exactly how to, like, how to most best effectively use that money to grow. I would like Rashad answer, but I'm going to tell you do long term. I know you're hearing all of these glory stories of new traders making money. Let's have this conversation in December. Okay. It's going to be a bad Christmas for a lot of people. You're going to make a lot more money if you just hold it long term. But um, I'll let Rashad answer. But if you're up a considerable amount, you should keep it in. But I'll let Rashad take this answer with him. Well, I'm, I mean, would 
I mean by that is like I want to try to I want to convert it to like a self-directed I don't know it's IRA or something. Let me let me let me just jump in um here. I think just from hearing you you're not you're not exactly sure exactly what you want to do, right? So Yeah. The 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 default is an index fund. The default Please. is an index fund, the S&P 500. Until you actually cuz the thing about it is that you don't have to have everything figured out right now, but you can still invest in the stock market. That's the good thing with index funds and ETFs. So I personally would say, if you don't have it figured out yet, which it sounds like you might not have it all figured out yet, invest in the S&P 500 index fund and then research and learn and put together a strategy of which stocks you want to buy, understand why you're buying those stocks, understanding how long you want to hold those stocks. But until you're ready to buy individual stocks, instead of having money just sitting on the sideline, you can just invest it in the S&P 500 and it will grow relative to however the S&P 500 does. So that is the easiest way to go about it, um, in my personal opinion. All right. No, that's definitely good advice. And I mean, Ian's stock club would also be great, you know, to buy the call, other stuff. Call your family, tell them to get on. I got my husband on, and I'm on YouTube, so I mean, I am Thank trying you. to help the numbers on. Yo, Melissa, so I love it. That was shot. so subtle and so sweet. Oh, I love uh, it. I'm trying to shoot my shot. <laughs> shoot your shot. Shot shoot. went in. I got you. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Melissa, do me a favor. Yeah. Hit us um directly in the chat. Hit, send me your email directly in your chat. All right. I'll do that right now. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. All right. Everyone else, we did drop like nine other stocks, and Rashad gonna talk about an ETF, so don't yes. feel left out. Yeah, yeah, I was writing down them biotech stocks. Ian, um, let's go to Arthur. Can we go to Arthur. Yeah, where's my where's my guy? Yeah, he was here. There you go. There you go, my guy. Mm-hmm. I, we just spoke yesterday. One of we our, spoke this morning. One of our most prestigious members of EYL. Peace, peace, good. Yo, my brother, what is going on? What's going on, brother? Chilling out, slow motion. How y'all doing, fellas? We doing good, man. Good, good. Did, did you did you digest that article I sent earlier? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was, I was uh, reading that one uh, early this morning. So when you sent it through, I was, I was already on to 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 backup article number two, man. Trying to figure out what's really let, going on. Let, let's just do this because I, I I heard talk that you know it's a political show. So Arthur is is a member of EYL University, and that's one of the dope things about EYL University is that we got a lot of high powered, very smart individuals. Arthur used to be a market maker on Wall Street mm-hmm. and he's very, very intelligent and he loves politics and Troy's brothers loves politics as well. So like, we should put together a politics show like, like CM, CN, uh, what is it? CN, uh, CNBC. CNBC. Yep. Um, and talk about politics. So uh, MSNBC. MSNBC. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question about politics. I personally put in our group chat today that I think that Joe Biden will win in, in a landslide at this point. It looks like the market is trending down. We had three negative weeks in the market. And as Ian has said, if the market looks like it's headed to the election and if it's down, I feel like, uh, rest in peace to RGB, I feel like her passing um, will put the left at urgency and the Democrats will pump a lot of money until Joe Biden's campaign and more people will go out to vote. And I think that Trump, is is spiraling out of control at a very rapid pace. I think that that's why they they're trying to stop early votes in uh in Pennsylvania and a lot of other because all of those early votes like yep. three for one are for Democrats. So I personally see Joe Biden winning this election in the landslide. How do you feel about that? Um, <clears throat> I actually put something in there in the, in the Facebook group about that as well. I do think things are trending towards Biden. Um, to Ian's point, he 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 uh he put that number out the thirty one forty, 
that he he, he felt were, uh, on the S&P 500 that he felt would pretty much seal it for Joe Biden if the S&P falls b- below that. Um, I think that, to your point with the RBG, I think that's going to kind of ju- uh, um, you know, boost the Democratic Party in terms of being able to motivate voters to step out. However, I think the issue that we still face with Donald Trump, uh, much like with George Bush in 2000, is will he concede? And um, while Joe Biden may very well win in, in, you know, I mean, just like Hillary Clinton won the uh, the popular vote, just like Al Gore won the popular vote. And if you want to vote in his way, he won the, the electoral vote as well. However, ended up going to the Supreme Court, who ultimately made the decision on who won. Uh, RBG was on that court. She she dissented. Uh, however, you know, ultimately, we know how that all played out. And, and, and the Bushes essentially, essentially uh, robbed the election like this is a third world country, you know. And so I think that with Donald Trump and if you look in the market, uh, Bloomberg, they have a couple articles talking about how the options market are essentially pricing in that a decision in the election won't happen until around December, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until around December, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think that um, while. Uh, uh, to your point, I think Joe Biden is looking great. He's he's he has more money than uh than Trump does now. He passed yeah. I think he has something like hundred and fifty million dollars more than Trump does in the bank. Yeah, one forty one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, you know, uh, well, Arthur, that was very. I don't want people to. You said the option market is already pricing in that a, that a, a decision won't be made until December. Yes. Yes. Yes, I read an article about that as well, where they already Trump's not leaving. <laughs> He's not going to leave. Yeah, you won't. You won't have a, a, a president on November fourth, right? Especially if you're doing mail-in votes, Trump. it's yeah. going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, going to be impossible. I mean, it's going to be like you know how it's going to be issues with the the the, the mail-in ballots. Uh, where, where there are people, did people double vote? Um, you know what I mean? Uh, where people block from voting, like there's all types of crazy stuff that's going to go. And then at the end of the day, now you have a Supreme court that's, that's split. I mean, you know what I mean? That, that, that's lost one of their members. Um, I, you know, I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting, man. So I, I, Joe Biden could win the vote, but that doesn't necessarily mean he means the election. The Democrats will have to have the cojones to stand up and say, this is our spot. If they win with Al Gore, and I don't want to go too deep into politics, but sometimes candidates stand down for the greater good of themselves and not the greater good of the people. I'm going to be very honest. If I had a brother in Florida and if I was running for the presidential election, if he didn't steal some of them votes, I'd be pretty mad too. This is politics as usual. Yeah. Biden has a chance to win. And I think we will break under the 3140 relatively soon. Yes. We could crack 3,000. And give up all. We've given up all the gains of August, and now we're getting into July. If we get into June and May's gains, it's over. Does Biden have the heart to say no? I'm not going to give up my win, no matter what. I know they're acting WWE Macho Man and Hulk Hogan right now, <laughs> <laughs> but you need to go look and see if they're friends. And I'll say this: Black people, after if he wins, after he gets in, the job is not done because his perspective on us as a collective in the 80s is the same as what Trump's was. Yeah, I, I would say that that, that Joe Biden, uh, 15 years ago, it's not even 10 years ago, Joe Biden would have been a Republican. Uh, yes. 15, 15 years ago, without a doubt, he, he yes. the way his vote views are, you would have considered him, uh, uh, you know, more or less a Republican. But just to get my question in, kind of tie this all in, yeah. um, 
I know you're talking about Apple. I know you like uh, some of the some of the other big names. I always uh, say that with these these companies, their biggest risk right now is regulatory. And I look at Apple very similar um, with their recent run up was very similar to Microsoft in the '90s. You know, they kind of took over. They dominated. The '98 hit. Uh, you know, and the antitrust uh, case hit. And now, while Microsoft made it through, and obviously they're doing well now. Um, basically, Microsoft was flat for 15 years as a result of that case. They had to spin off, you know, and it took them a while um, before they actually started to see gains, which started to happen in 2011 with quantitative easing and all the other stuff that was mm -hmm. going on. And so with that being the case, how do you, uh, you know, perceive or value um, Apple's regulatory risk? Um, do you think that it's something that they really have to be worried about? And, you know, how do you incorporate that in your strategy when looking for opportunities to purchase shares? I'm going to have to turn this question back on you since you were the market maker. But my analysis, um, I think Apple has another maybe 16 years that they, that they can be dominant. The difference between Microsoft is remember that Ballmer also took over. Him and Gates were fighting. And then Gates being executive chairman, Ballmer couldn't make the decisions that he wanted to. They essentially missed the entire mobile phone movement and then smartphone movement as a result of them wanting to stay all enterprise because that's what got them to where they were. Yes. So he had that stranglehold. Now, I don't think Ballmer was the greatest CEO. <laughs> so that was part of the reason why they were flat for all that time. On the other side, I think Tim Cook probably is one of the most innovative operators. And also the relationship that he does have with the existing White House, he's going to play the lobbying game and politic game very well um, for the next few years. And then with Apple Watch, smartphone, I mean, even in this Apple fitness plan, I think if they get 85 million users, they'll be doing 1.1 billion per month. Mm. So I think they'll be fine for a while. And I think they'll do what they need to do uh, between them and their lobbyists to give them enough runway to be able to push through 2025, 2027. And be okay. And different now, I think Microsoft was a little bit more ruthless in approach because Gates was, but there's way more competitors. Right. True, you, true. Can, you can argue AMD, NVIDIA, Google, Facebook, there isn't as much of a stranglehold as there was in the 90s where, I mean, Microsoft was like a legal cartel. But you can give me your, your insight. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think, um, one, in terms of the way antitrust is viewed now, it's viewed a little differently um, yes. in the sense that back then it, Microsoft was bundling its its services, particularly with, uh, um, you know, its Internet Explorer, which basically put uh, Netscape out of business, which yes. prompted the case. However, nowadays, bundling services is viewed as a benefit um, all the way around. And so, um, you know, just in terms of prosecuting that, there would have to be like some changes in in, in the laws, in, uh, quite frankly, in, in, in terms of the way they structure that. However, I will say this, um, generally those antitrust cases come from other large companies. And mm -hmm. at this point, the, the only successful case, the only successful case against Apple has come from the other gorilla, which mm -hmm. is Amazon. Mm -hmm. And and they did that case under the Barack Obama uh, 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 administration, Barack Obama's uh, judicial and i.e. Joe Biden, their, their judiciary went along with Amazon and actually blocked Apple from jumping into the ebook space. Mm -hmm. um, and so, um, you know, I think that as we move forward, it, 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 it kind of becomes a battle of the titans, like you said, you know, yeah. Apple's lobbyists versus Amazon's and all these other ones. And, you know, I think that, to, uh, a point that I always make, I think it's important that if you're investing in those companies, 
you have um, to be aware. That, that's, that's where you're going to start to be aware. You know what I mean? Apple's not worried about, you know, if, if, if someone's going to download their app, but they're, they're, they're definitely worried about if, if Jeff Bezos is going to send his wolves after him. You know, King, King Arthur, and this is this is why I said this guy has to have his own show. Arthur is, is just a brilliant mind, man. The, the chat's going crazy. Like, King Arthur for president. Florida got a new president. <laughs> yeah, That's man. a fact. That's a fact, shout, man. Shout out to Arthur, and, man. And one of the things that, Ian, in, in your chart, when after a split, there's always innovation, right? So whether it was the, the, the iPod or the iPhone or the watch, there's going to be more innovation, right? So if we look, even with the announcement of the iWatch, right, you can see that they're coming into, I mean, they're already in the healthcare industry by just tracking the data. Yep. But tr- trust and believe that that data will be used, right? I just saw the new ones taking blood oxygen levels, right? They're tracking your sleep. It's like, th- trust me, the wearables are, it's going to be more than a watch very soon. I spoke to some people in the tech industry. Um, I'll leave their names anonymous, but the wearables are not stopping at the watch. Yeah, I think that's the final frontier that they'll be able to dominate. I mean, I agree with the Amazon versus Apple comparison. I think while we're still in this global recession, that won't be too much of an issue. I think once everything clears up around 23 or 24, that will start to be a concern right now. Um but their healthcare race is going to be very interesting. I think they can be a big player, as well as Amazon. Amazon too, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So King Arthur, salute, bro. We yeah, appreciate you. Great out. question as always, man. Like I Breaking said, news alert. 5,000, 5,000 on the, on the YouTube. Yeah, 5,000. Yo, there are 725 earners in here. That is also a record. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all know that's always love when it comes from us to y'all. 5,000 on the YouTube. So Melissa, you still ain't send me that email. Shout out to everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give the ETF. I'm going to give the ETF because, um, you know, we talked about ETFs a lot on this show. I did. All right. <laughs> Got you. We talked about ETFs. Thank you. We talked about ETFs a lot on this show, but uh, we, we've talked about like biotech ETFs. We've talked about um, consumer discretionary ETFs. We talked about technology ETFs. We talked about a lot of different ETFs, but one sector that we haven't talked about yet. And um, you know what's crazy? Do you, do you know what the number one ETF for the first six months of the, of the year was? And one of the top ETFs for the entire year so far? Uh, Take a, think about an industry. Think about an industry, industry. that we haven't covered yet. That would be doing well during during times of right now, COVID nineteen. No, give it to us. So there's an online retail ETF Ooh. called iBuy. Um, I have them on the chart. Oh, huh? I have them on my chart. On your chart? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so iBuy was the best performing ETF for the first six months, and I believe it's, it's um might be even one of the, the best performing ETFs of, of the year so far. So I buy, like I said, is it's it's interesting because I read an article today and they said that um online shopping is projected to have a, a rise of one to two percent this holiday season. So the economy is still really in shambles, but we know that people have been shopping and uh, we we're headed into the fourth quarter and People are going to buy Christmas gifts regardless. Yeah, even if they don't have money. Yeah, they 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 trying to do away with uh the the Black Friday shop. Well, they everything's closed on Thanksgiving now. Well, yeah, because they're moving it up to October. So so yeah, holiday sales forecast to grow one 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 to two percent this year. So a lot of stores are still not open, or a lot of stores you know have twenty five percent capacity, or you got to wear masks. A lot of people still don't really feel comfortable. It's not going to be like a regular Black Friday, right? But that doesn't mean that people is going to shop. So now they have an online retail ETF called iBuy, and some of the stocks that's in iBuy: Overstock.com, Peloton, um, Grubhub, PayPal. Etsy. So to name a few. Mm. So 
it's like who would have ever thought of an online retail ETF? But if you look at his chart, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Good one. It's done well for a long period of time. So that's something that, you know, you might want to look at because it's like, all right, um, in my personal opinion, my humble personal opinion, the world's not, it's, it's never going to be the same, at least not for a long, a long yeah, period of time, like years. a long period of time, yeah. like people, cause even when they, when they, when they have a drug, people's not going to take the drug. And then it's going to be like shell shock. They say it only takes 60 days of doing anything consistently to develop a habit. So now if you, if you used to wearing a mask for two years, you just start wearing a mask. Like you, if you're used to not giving handshakes and staying six feet away from people for two years, psychologically, it's hard to revert back to being in mosh pits and in crowd. Atlanta's different. They don't care. But <laughs> if, you, if you don't. Yeah. If Atlanta you, and Chicago and Houston. Yo, shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. Atlanta, that's a whole different situation. But outside of Atlanta, it's going to be very difficult for people to go back to that anytime soon. So I think the online retail space is something that can be bullish for a long period of time. So that's something that I wanted to, to highlight. And, and, and um, like I said, we talked about ETFs in different spaces before, but we haven't, we haven't spoke about the, uh, that, that sector. So, you know, if anybody's interested, they can do further research on that. that. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Year-to-day return, 68%. Three-year return, 32.21%. Man, don't yeah. y'all sleep on this how you did Dynatech. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's the crazy thing, man. People were like, yo, like we want some info. I'm like, how much, how how many picks can we give you? Like we they said- want us to review the entire Dow, the entire <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the craziest <laughs> part. The you know, Nike, the Bovespa. I'm like, we didn't gave 90 of them away. <laughs> the reason I even had iBot, and I think um Jamal, you might have been on the phone with me. I was I had looked up Peloton. And so, like obviously I invested in the Peloton, but I was looking at ETFs that had it. And I bought was in there. It had the largest percentage in there. So that's why I was like, oh, damn. That's a, that's a great one. If y'all didn't, yo, that's for free. That was for free. <laughs> that was good. That was a good one. Yo, can I, can I just quickly do the earnings really quickly? Let's do it. Let's do it. It's past the 9 o'clock hour, so we're just going to get into earnings really quickly. There are two, obviously, that I am looking at, and maybe you, you'll put on your list. But Tuesday, uh, Nike uh, is going to report their earnings. And Nike has hit an all-time high over the past three weeks, about, I think, three or four times already. Um, but people are still shopping, man. Like you said, people are shopping. They they were ready for this this moment. Their online presence is amazing. They still putting out them J's, and we still buying them. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Nike and then Costco on Thursday. Like we said, that stay home economy. I'm a parent. Chai's a parent. Jamal's a parent. And you're a parent. You know, man, when your kids are home, they're gonna eat more. And if kids are home, they're gonna eat through the shelves, and that is happening. So I'm interested to see what Costco looks like when they come back with their earnings on Thursday. Yo, and can I can I mention that little company that everybody kept? Yo, what's what happened to DraftKings? Go ahead, talk your talk. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, so we we may or may not have been in the twenty two call while we was in that twenty call that that killed us. We may or may have not been. We may have had a couple hundred shares in the stock, and now that they have partnered with uh, Caesars and ESPN. We may be seeing some interesting things in the future from DraftKings. So shout out to everybody that that sent me those messages. <laughs> Check it on me to see if I was okay. Thank you. We are, I'm okay. Shout out to DraftKings, man. Shout out to LeBron. <laughs> the Lakers. Shout out to AD. It looked like they about to they about to pull off another yeah another ring. Who, who you think gonna be in the finals in the East? I like Miami. I like I Miami too. For that heart, I like they, their they heart. Play too hard. Jimmy Butler, my guy. Jimmy Butler's my guy. And a bio too. He's tough. Damn, it's tough. Damn, Damn it's tough. tough. Yeah. Real tough. Uh, let's go to this name here. Uh, Yaro. Yaro Jones. Hopefully I got that right. Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. What's going on? 
Pop four. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, <laughs> brother? Everything good? Good, good, good. Um, I had a, a real estate question. I know y'all don't really uh, get that on here as, as much as you should. Um, first of all, I appreciate y'all, y'all information. Thank you for, you know, giving all these gems. And I'm going to check out iBuy, do a little research on that. Appreciate that. Um, my real estate question is, it's, it's something simple, but I'm hoping that um, y'all can answer it. Um, people always talk about doors. And I'm just wondering, like, you know, what does that actually mean? When they say, I've got 12 doors now, I've got 10 doors now, 11 doors now, what does that actually mean? Does that mean, like, one door per family? Or I'm not really sure what that means. Yeah. Uh, Richard, go ahead. All right. Um, shout out to my son. He just texted me. He says he's typing in the chat. So if you see Nasir, yeah, if you see Nasir in there, <laughs> man, give him a give him some encouraging words. Yes, what's up? Yeah, yeah, he should be in bed right now. What's going on? It's all good. It's all good. Shout out to Nas, man. But um, to answer your question, brother, um, when people are referring to doors, they're talking about multifamily um, homes or apartment buildings. So it's like if you have a if you have a, a, a building, yeah, if you have a building with, with um, four units in it, then that's four doors. So even though you have you have one property, but you have four doors. So, you know, it's like, all right, now you have three properties, but you might have 12 doors because each property has four units inside of it. So that's what they're referring to when they're talking about doors, because uh, um, especially like, you know, a lot of people that we interview in, in the real estate game, they go for more of the, the multifamily apartments. And they're not really, if you notice, not a lot of people really investing in just single um, family homes. Mm-hmm. They're looking more, more for, for two units, two units, three units, even four units, stuff like that. So that's what they're referring to when they, when they talk about that, but we definitely got to have MG come up here soon to talk real estate because um, we cannot forget about real estate. It's, it's market money. is oh. not just, an, it's not just a stock show. It's an investment show. So we want to talk about a lot of different investments. And of course, real estate is, is the, you know, the, the focal point of most people's um, investment is mm-hmm. their home. So Real estate investing, we can never forget about real yeah. estate. MG is not just a, a mortgage guy on Instagram. He's doing this in real life, man. Real Shout life, out to man. everybody he's helped. I know a lot of the earners have put up the, the interest rates that he is able to, to get them. So That's shout out to him. He helped my family out tremendously, man. Shout out to him. Tanya, what's a- going MG, on? MG, yeah, he definitely uh, <laughs> got, he, he got your sister-in-law a yeah, yeah. 2.5% mortgage. Um, 30 year. 30 year, 2.5 2, 2, 2. interest rates. So Matt, Tanya, Dave, what up? Matt, Matt's legit. Matt's legit, man. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out to Matt. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah, we well, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yep. Uh, let's, let's, let's get a lady in here. Let's, let's, Michelle, we coming to you. Michelle Laney, we coming to you. Let's see. You ready? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Damn, Michelle. It's over. Anastasia, we are coming to you. Anastasia Robinson, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Oh. Damn. Y'all got to call your aunties faster. <laughs> yo, yo, what's going on? Right. <laughs> Natasha, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. We got Natasha. We got Anastasia. Anastasia's here. What's going on? Hey, guys. Thanks, Jen. Uh, Love you. Okay. Natasha, just one sec. One sec, Natasha. We're going to let Anastasia ask that question, and then we're going to let you. I'm just going to mute you for a second, all right? Okay. All right. Sorry, Tasha, but hey. EYL family, I just have a 
tax question. Okay, so you guys, you have your EYL um, membership. It's annual. And then you put it on sale. For those who are able to get it, please do. Um, I don't know if they still have the sale running right now, but normal price even at that is still a great buy. But does that help you with the taxes when you have a business and you mark down and sell? Like That's the question I've been wanting to ask y'all. Does it help? Does it help us? Or a business in general, right? Does it help when you mark down or when you run sale um, rates? Does that help at all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, to my understanding, no, it doesn't make a difference. But I'm not a, a, a accountant, so I don't want to give you a definitive answer on that. But um, we definitely will bring an accountant on here to talk about the taxes as well. But to my understanding. Um, I don't see how that can, unless you, unless you're buying something like if you're buying like equipment, then maybe if you discount it, I'm not sure. But yeah. to my understanding, no. In, you know, in my oh. mind, it, it it lowers the amount of money we can take we take we're taking in on the surface, right? So if if the regular price is one thing and it's discounted. Well, yeah. Mamie asks that just quickly. When you do the options, if you lose, um, if you lose an option, it helps you with the taxes because if you make a good option and you sell it within a year, it, like it helps with your taxes. Well, that, well that's that's so that's that's, that's different. different. So that's different. So that's like as a business owner, if you if you have expenses, but with, if you if you're taking in revenue, that's not an expense. But if yeah. so. If you look at it from that standpoint, like as an investment, you have a loss. You can look at that like it's kind of it's kind of similar to having a write off in a business. It's like, all right, we bought a television, we bought a truck. Like that's a write off that we're going to use for our business. Whereas if you take a loss in the investment, it's kind of similar in regards to that. But a sale, okay. a sale is not in the same vein. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Okay, bye. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Natasha, you there? Yes, I'm here. What's up, Natasha? Here? Um, nothing. Um, this question is for Ian because I'm, I'm in your stock club, the latest one you have, and I cannot figure out how to get into Telegram. Um, just send me an email to Ian at joinredpanda.com and then just put hey with like a bunch of whys and the <laughs> subject line. And I'll be sure to reply tonight and I'll guide you through. All right, thank you so much. Y'all have thank a good you. Night. I thank appreciate you. you. Thank you, Natasha. Let's take like one or two more questions. My, my, well, that's the winners after that. Yeah. My um, my chat is delayed. I don't know why my chat is delayed, but it's like 10 minutes delayed, so I can't see what's going on in real time. Uh, Let's go to... John, I'm going to say, I hope I get this right. Jonta. Or Jante? Maybe it's Jante. Jante or Jonta, you've been unmuted. Did I get it right? Which one is it? Jante. Jante, what's good, man? Yeah, yeah. How's it going, fellas? Everything's great, man. So... I recently just came up on a little bit of money um, through a grant. And, you know, <clears throat> this is the most money I have received. So I'm just trying to learn the best way, the best process possible for me to invest. And I don't want to lose it because, you know, my family, ain't. we don't talk about that type of stuff. So I'm trying to be real wise about what I got right now. Um, how old are you? 26. And you're looking for... Short-term gains or long-term? The best the best option. I, I will, once again, we're going to index funds, man. I, I'm not – and I know it's not the sexiest answer, but if you want safety and don't have to worry about – now, of course, don't put all of it in. in. So whatever amount you got, don't put 100% of it in. But whatever percentage you take, 20 25%, put it in, hold. Man, at 26, I wish someone was beating me over the head 
with this information. I'm gonna be real with you. Um, but um, I want to see you win. So give Troy a shout out your email, and I'll put you in the club as well. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, man. And then Got also you. never forget to um to keep educating yourself. Watch Market Mondays every Monday. Watch um all, watch Trapping Tuesdays. Watch um the Come Up series. Follow Ian on Instagram. Even other outlets that we're not affiliated with. CNBC, I think, is has a lot of great information. Solid, yeah. Their Instagram page. Um, so just keep, just constantly just keep educating yourself. And you know, it's like all things in life. You know, it's like when you first learn to play basketball, you're not a, you're not a superstar. But once you get the hang of it, you know, it becomes a lot easier. So just never realize that you're not going to get it all figured out right away. But just keep keep at it, keep educating yourself, and you're going you're going to learn a lot a lot more than you you think you would. Yeah, and then please, the only thing I ask you to do. Um, since I'm going to put you in a club, it's about a book, Money Master the Game. I don't make any money. If you buy that book, it will change your life if you actually go through it and finish it. So even though you may not have the information in your family, that book will be able to guide you enough for, for what you should do. And it's everyone in that book is, man, has at least 50 million. There are a couple of billionaires in that book. Please like follow that advice and you'll be good. But um, probably the best book I've ever read on investing hands down. Funny you say that. <laughs> hey, shout, shout out to the earners. That's the next book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Money Master Game? Money Master yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah. Sasha Brown, what's going on? Unmute yourself. You've been unmuted. Hey, hey, I'm in here. What's up, guys? Uh, everything's good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Can't complain. Where are you from, Sasha? I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> shout out to BK. BK New York, BK. what up? Yeah, we outside. 212 718. <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> um, well, um, I. I like like 15 years ago when I was a little younger. I worked for Apple, and um, uh, part of working for them, they gave us uh, stock options. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I really wasn't uh, aware of what was going on, but I I dumped everything that I had, the maximum amount that I could take out of my check, into it. And um, so that just got me interested in stocks. And then even when I left, I left it there. So it's pretty, you know, decent in that Fidelity account. I just wanted to get into stocks like outside of that. And then, so I never, I didn't know where to go, you know, up until like recently. So like I started following Trapper, I joined EYL and I kind of just jumped head first into buying a whole bunch of stuff. That's good. And so you answered a lot of my questions tonight by saying that take the loss on whatever, um, whatever I'm taking a loss on and minimize to like my top eight in the portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I take the loss, should I just reinvest everything back into my top eight all the time? Like, yes. You still have those stocks from Apple? Yeah, I do. You don't need no advice. Come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> at the time on. I didn't know what I was doing. It kind of, it was just. But like, it goes to show you the power. So even from a trading perspective, the most important thing you need is time for a trend to appear. Yeah. So 15 years back in 2005. Yeah. I think, it, man. Yeah, I mean, no, it's not. It's not what you guys are thinking it is. No, I mean, but, I but the percentage, I the percentage game, we all go through the FOMO. I promise. Yes, you. yes, I so, didn't know. If I knew better, I would have done better at the time. But sometimes and, too much information can be can stop us from making the move that you made. Yeah. So, kudos to you for keeping it. Yeah. I would do index and maybe pick three other tech stocks since you're already familiar with the industry, and okay. just buy and hold those, and then another fifteen years. Yeah, because I'm an entrepreneur, so I don't really have a 401k or anything else to fall back on. So I've just been trying to like set up a portfolio for myself and my son and just 
you know, every little money that I got so far, I've been just dumping it back and eating noodles, you know? What, what industry are you in? I'm a DJ. So more important, being a creative, there's been a lot of talks about creatives versus corporate. Um, if we tie into the biggest companies, since you already know which ones are hot, it's a lot easier for you. Okay. A lot easier. So yeah, I would be there, maybe look at Spotify. You already know how big Apple Music is. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy, babe. It's obvious the, the ones that you should be in, given, given the space that you're in. Okay. And so just um, close out on the... I mean, I'm, when I say I've taken a loss, it's nothing crazy. I just kind of got in and was like, oh, this is fun. And, you know, I just kept dumping money here and there. And now, like, some of them, you know, it's been right for a couple of weeks. <sighs> oh, man, I'm going to do my little crystal things, ball thing. Listen, what, what, you know, what, 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 what companies are you in? Well, I, I of course, I grabbed I, um, Microsoft, Apple, keep, Tesla. Keep, keep. Um, I bought Omnicom. It's an advertising agency. And Not I bad. Work for them. Okay. I grabbed Best Buy. Very good. I nice grabbed. Um, uh, I actually grabbed Nicola before it was Nicola when it was VTIQ. Yeah, well, well, I, yeah. But I pulled out of that, so I'm okay on that. Good. And I just have like I grabbed some of those cruises, and you know they're all doing terrible. But it's it's okay. If you if you hold them for five years, they'll be fine. But if you're looking for gains out of them over the next two or three years, it's not going to happen. No, I don't mind holding. That's and that's what I was asking because I'm hearing like just watching you guys at CNBC and Trapper, and people are like, you know, dump them, take the loss, and some people are like hold them. So it's, it's better to. So the thing is, if you can take that money and allocate it to something that's winning, I rather you put. Now, if you can hold, everyone's appetite is different. But if you look, if you look the 200 day moving average. The cruise lines are still under the 200. There's no revenue. There's no yes, yes. demand. So you can put that into something else. Um, well, what did you do when you worked in advertising? I was an account executive. I okay. Just, yeah. There are a couple other that you can look probably that Martin Sorrell has a stranglehold on too. Okay. That would be decent. Um, you know, I used to do copywriting and stuff, so. <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, I did AAE for a while, then I did AAE. Yeah, so there's was a like, couple. That of world was crazy though, man, and I was just like, ah, talk about. Y'all know those hours are rough, man. And yeah, thankless man. hours for clients. So yeah, yeah, just for like a three minute commercial. No way. Yeah. No way. Um, but but you have a good portfolio. I would just probably get rid of the cruise lines, and then other than that, the ones you have are absolutely fine. But kudos to you for holding Apple for 15 years. Appreciate I mean, you, I didn't Kasha. know. I didn't know. <laughs> Appreciate it. Shout out to BK. Shout out uh, yeah, yeah, all day. I'm trying to jump into this red panda. So, you know, keep me, keep my fingers crossed. All right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, cool. <laughs> so let's let's get into that right now. That's what that's the moment everybody's been waiting for. You want to reveal the, the winners? Ian? Yeah, so I'll reveal all the winners. So um Jonathan Ford, Macintosh, Jennifer Torres on YouTube. I'll see you. Melissa Farland, Megan J. Uh, Josie, Kevin Banks, my brother Marcus Hinton, thank you for that video and that creativity. Definitely caught my attention. Tiffany Hogger, um, Adrena, Sharon Hammonds. Um, last name is Dean Pfeiffer. I don't know how to pronounce your first name, so I don't want to mess it up. Um, Kelly Campbell, Samantha Costa, and Kevin Guzman are the winners of the scholarships for tonight. So um, if you've already emailed me, You'll get access to it tomorrow. Um, the ones that got announced tonight, please email Troy and Rashad, and we will get you into the club tonight. And welcome to the family. I greatly appreciate you. Yo, shout Thank out you to, to Mar- Yo, Marcus. I'm so happy for you, bro. Um, just a solid dude. Um, yeah, that's my guy. 
just been making a lot of content and and, and being so vulnerable, man. That's what I, I appreciate most about him. Um, everybody probably remembers him, remembers him from the Tesla, the trade that he made, and he was kicking himself. Um, and he's just a solid dude, good great guy, father. Good, good guy, man. Good and guy. I, it couldn't it couldn't happen to a better guy. So shout out to you, Marcus and Ian. Thank you for that, man. That's dope. Of, of course. And then let me just do Sasha. Of course, send your email, please. And then I want to do one more. Um, Matt gave me a recommendation, so Chris Wilson as well. Yeah, shout out to Matt, man. That was yeah. That was uh nah. Some of it. I did. Drink over. For those of you who did not win, please do not be discouraged. I think we dropped a few. Rashad dropped a dope one. Like even <laughs> though he crit- critical my crystal ball, right? <laughs> I'm a believer. I'm a believer. But we are all that, over- that Dynatech still. And I, I, I'm mad. I didn't find I buy. It's some it like if I can go back, Overstock is probably one of the one, even though they're gonna fall apart probably in yeah. two years. This year I wish I would have called it and I wish I would have find I buy. It's yeah, I buy that's, that's, good one. that's one of those. That's, that's, I, I got a few others, Ian. That, you only uh, get I, I, I hit you on the side chat. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and um uh shout out to Jamal because he's been talking about Roku for about two months. And um you pulled the trigger killer. Boy, <laughs> been sitting on the sideline. And uh, Roku was up seventeen percent today on the, the the announcement of their deal with Comcast. Yeah, uh, the Peacock Network is coming over there, so the streaming wars continue. And um, I heard it in talks with uh, Time Warner and AT and T to get HBO Max over there. So uh, the streaming wars, usual. yeah, business it's politics as usual over there. So shout out to everybody that's in was in there on that Roku. Um, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. For we sure. trying to get them in. No, I don't think he knows how to do it. Ah, oh, man. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week, yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah man. While, while we're doing that, we're we looking over here. I just want to give a, a huge shout out to our wives. Like, we don't we don't say that a lot, like, why we do this. And um, there are a lot of people that are behind us. So first and foremost, I want to give a huge shout out to my wife. She is uh, one of my wives. Um, Danielle, I love you. And our, my children, Jordan and Christian, my wives. Obviously, my my godson, Chatty son, Nasir, he is a Y. All the EYL children, Chase, um, Zuri, um, everybody, Xander, anybody that's affiliated with us, and um, that is our family. They are our wives. They are why we do this uh, every day. And, uh, you know, we hustle for our last names. It's, it's imperative that we do that. Um, so when we heard Dame say that a few years ago, it really resonated with us. So those are our wives. So shout out to our wives. Yeah. You thought I said wives? It's like, damn, okay. What happened? I felt to look at me. Uh, Where you going with this? Oh, man. (laughs) No, but shout out to, you know what? Shout out to one of our earners. Shout out to Winona. What's going on, Winona? She is in Red Panda. She's on EYL University. She joined the uh, Josh Chris Club, the, the Amazon program, and she has a dope product that's coming. I won't say anything about it. But Winona, awesome. shout out to you. Um, keep going. That, that's what I'm talking about. You've gotten the information and you've, you've taken it and applied it and now you're executing. So shout out to you, yeah. Winona. Well, Winona, hit me up so we can so we can talk. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. She Friday. got a dope product. Yeah, dope. That's a fact. Ian, what would you like to say to the to the people? I love you guys so much. I hope you guys can feel, no matter, like even for those of you who may not like how we present the information, if you go back test it, go look at it, you can see that it stands to be true. Um, but I hope you guys can appreciate what we are trying to do 
for you and give because from my perspective when i was first getting into investing other than kramer cutlow and kramer uh there were not that many people who were speaking on this openly so i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope you guys got incredible value from it and most importantly execute if you have questions go buy the book money master the game i don't make a dollar i don't know tony Y'all can go tag him in his post though, because he owed me. <laughs> yeah. you, need, you need your back. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Need your he, he owed me a conversation at least. But uh, execute. Stop talking. Stop debating. Stop going back and forth. And for those of you who really love investing, the best thing that you can do is follow your plan. You don't need to ask eighty-five people about your trading plan or investment plan, because what's going to happen in two years? The people who are telling you no won't have any positions or trades, and you would have been better off just executing. And being okay. Check on somebody that you love. Be kind. Um, and just execute like crazy, man. All your dreams are going to come true if you put in the work and actually execute day in and day out. And, uh, of course, you guys. Love y'all dearly, man. Appreciate y'all. Um, Mike, life, life, look, life look good, bro. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to upgrade next week when it's coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's ready. coming. Yeah. So. Nah, I appreciate, I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate everybody, man. Thank you guys for rocking with us. This was the biggest show that we've had so far. 5,000 people on YouTube. We said it was. Um, make sure that um, you subscribe to Market Mondays on all podcast outlets, on Spotify, on Apple. Let's run it up on the podcast scene. Um, the audio version will be out at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time tonight for anybody that... Um, you know, couldn't catch the YouTube or prefers just to listen to it in their car or while they're working out or, you know, while they're on the commute. Um, so that is definitely available on, on the podcast side. And um, yeah, we look forward to just, you know, providing as much value as we possibly can for you guys. We got a lot of big guests coming. We got a lot of, um, you know, uh, programs and things of that nature that we're going to be rolling out. So, you know, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Please, please continue to spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Peace, peace, y'all. I, I legit thought you said shout out to my wives. I was like, <laughs> you're on a brother polite type. <laughs> yo, like, yo, yo, no joke. Somebody said, yo, Troy's a Mormon. He got wives. I'm like, what? Nah, wives. Breaking news wives. alert. You talk. Breaking news. <laughs> talk jazz, man. Shout out to Donald I, I, can't, I, don't even, I don't even know what YouTube is saying, but yeah, our wives, man. Our wives. Got you. We wake up to them every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Love y'all, man. Too much. Yo, why y'all play so much? <laughs> I was like, your wife's going to kill you. <laughs> y'all know. <laughs> Troy gets cussed out after Market Mondays. Broken the, real, the real reality show starts. Yeah, for real. Oh, man. <laughs> so let's clear it up before they go crazy, because you know they're going to tag you. It's all good, man. And shout out to whoever made that paid in full. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, paid in full, man. You know, that's dope, the culture, so man, funny. but it's, 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 it's really the culture. power, paid in full, and it's like, you know, people, they see us and we, we business, so, we, you know, we try, to, we try to blend business with culture, and that's what we're doing, so it's dope that people are really, you know, that's, that's, that's a whole wave that's going on right now. That's dope, man. And for the people, I, mean, I, I tried to get Nasir on the Zoom, but he didn't know how to work it, so next week we'll try next to week. We'll bring him on and ask a question. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Love yeah, y'all. yeah. Love is love, y'all. Peace. 
earners what's going on in September. So we know that means back to school and EYL University is no different. We got something special for y'all. Yes. EYL University includes 70 past webinars, weekly webinars, access to our private investment group on Facebook, which includes bi-weekly real estate calls with our brother MG, the mortgage guy, access to our movie club and access to our book club. So you get all of that. And for the month of September, since it's back to school, we are doing something that we have never done before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Special blowout. The biggest sale that we had thus far, 50% off. So 50% off of our annual membership, go to EYLUniversity.com and enter promo code fall. Enter promo code fall and get 50% off. This is only running until the end of September. You know how this works. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. We'll see you on the other side. Let's do it.